This is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself. Just the fact that your Instagram handle is £300 and running has got to piss some people off. Oh, well, the message is fuck off. <laughs> yeah. um. Don't hold back, Martina. <laughs> say what you feel. Write it on the t shirt again. The message is fuck off. The message is fuck off. Uh. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Laura here. So it's just me today because Lauren is out living her best life in New York and I am not jealous, not even a little bit. Hope you're having a wonderful time and we cannot wait to hear all about it when you get back. In the meantime, we have a fantastic episode today which we recorded a little while ago. It's with a lovely guy called Martinez Evans who is the founder of the Slow As Fuck Run Club, an online community exclusively for slow runners and walkers at the back of the pack. Hello, it's me. Uh, we had a really fun chat about why he got into running and why there's no shame in being a slow runner. He also gave us some top tips if any of you guys want to start getting into running too. We hope you enjoy it and we'll see you next week. So today's guest is someone who has done eight literal marathons entirely through choice. And what is so amazingly, he has had no weight loss or body-based goals with it whatsoever. He did them purely because he wanted to and because he wanted to prove that weight has nothing to do with your health or your ability to run a marathon. Oh my goodness. He's also the founder of the Slow AF Run Club and you might know him on Instagram as 300 pounds and running. A huge welcome to Martinez Evans. Martinez, how are you doing? Thank you, I feel amazing. Glad to be here. Oh, we're so excited to have you. I've followed you for such a long time. Um, and I just find you and your content so inspirational. So thank you so much for chatting to us. So basically, we have something called, are you ready for this, Martinez? The bag of dicks. Um, and it's where we put things we don't like or that have kind of pissed us off. We put it in. He's, Martinez is cracking off. He's loving it. It's really funny to do this with a guy, actually, because the majority of guests we have are women. <laughs> And I feel like I don't think you're the first, but you're one of the first. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like I'm blushing. I'm so sorry, Martinez, but I do would like would like to ask you: <laughs> Is there anything that's irked you that you'd like to put into the bag of dicks this week? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? Was not expecting that. But if I had to put anything <laughs> in the bag of dicks. I would put the notion that exercise is only for weight loss. I love that. I think we've been so conditioned to think of exercise as a punishment or to burn calories or earn food. And that's so wrong. And again, that's that's why we want to have you on the podcast. So I want to know, how how did it all get started for you? How how did you sort of end up doing, doing what you're doing now? Oh, man. So let's go back 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I was working a commission sales job uh, on my feet, 8 to 10 hours a day. And I started to have some hip issues. So I went to go see a doctor. Uh, this is the first time you're going to see this doctor. And he looked at me and he said, I know what's wrong with you. Me, okay, like what's wrong? Like you haven't touched me. You ain't put a stethoscope <laughs> on me. Like you don't know what's going on with my hip. And he was like, you're fat. I knew that was coming. It was such a surprise. It's so surprising, <laughs> isn't it, when that happens? No way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me go into something. That is brand new information. I didn't know that. Thanks, Doc. So, yeah, he goes on to say, like, you're fat. You need to lose weight or die. And I'm God. sitting there being like, oh, like, what that has to do with my hip? We continue to have this argument, this conversation. And he, he's like, you know, you... you you're fat, you know, you have the stomach as a pregnant woman, you need to start walking in order to lose weight. Jesus, he sounds like an absolute dick. Can he go in the bag? He can go in the bag of dicks as well. <laughs> so we're having this 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 debate argument is starting to ramp up, right? And he's like, you know, you need to start walking to lose weight, so on and so forth. And me being facetious, I was like, I'll run a marathon. He laughs at me. 
tells me that's the most stupidest thing he has heard in all his years of practicing medicine. And then he went on to say, you know, if you run a marathon, you will die on that course. And I remember leaving that doctor's office and saying, we'll see. Let's find out. So I bought some running shoes that day and started my my journey. And and this is something that has been going on for the past 10 years now. And I ran eight marathons and a hundred other different races. And I still ain't died yet. So I guess I'm doing something right. You certainly are. Yeah, that's incredible. How did it feel to complete that first marathon? It was amazing. The, the best way to put it is it was a, a great feeling to give somebody crow. To say, you know what? You told me I couldn't do it. I proved you wrong. And this dish is best served cold. <laughs> I love that. Do you know how I wonder how many people's uh, we hate the word journey on go love yourself, but there's no other way for it. Like journey into whatever, whether that is something to do with like movement or um, work or anything like that has been started by basically going, fuck you. Like watch me. Yes. Like I just love that. And I love that you turn like this horrible doctor, that horrible experience, which again is not, you're not the only one that's had that. We know so many of our listeners have had very similar experiences and you know, it's the age old thing. You've go in there with a broken finger and they're like, well, you must lose weight. Cool. Fabulous. Um, and you turn that round into something really awesome, both for yourself, but for, however many thousands of people that you inspire. I just think that's awesome. You turn the fuck you. I love it. Thank you. What I wanted to ask though is because, you know, it was from that sort of fuck you from the doctor of you have to lose weight. And then you started moving your body. And I'm sure you probably grew up like we all did of just thinking exercise as a way of, of losing weight. Was there ever any point where you thought about, you know, sort of doing it for your body image or losing weight or stuff like that? Or was it really, do you know what, I just want to do this no matter what the, you know, the outcomes are? No. So this journey has been a journey of ups and downs, lefts and rights, hating my body, loving my body, and so on and so forth. So we have a long way to get to the man that you see now. So initially my journey was intentional weight loss, right? And there was a point in my life where like it happened and so on and so forth. However, I had something very traumatic happen to me. So, for example, I ran my first marathon in 2013, lost some weight, and like everybody was like, oh, you look good, so on and so forth. But I also had a group of people that was like, Skinny Martinez is a dick. He need to go on the bag of dicks as oh, well. Oh, really? Because- wow. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was because I was fucking hungry all the time. So, uh, <laughs> If I'd be straight up, like, I was fucking hungry. Um, but I get into this bad car accident, and running was taken away from me. And I got sad. I got depressed. I felt defeated. You know, I felt like I lost all the progress that I had. And I remember going through therapy through, during this time and talking to my therapist and, and talking to my therapist and saying something on the lines of, you know, like I lost 90 pounds, but I wasn't 90 pounds happier. Like, oh, wow. People called me a dick. People called me an asshole, so on and so forth. Everything that I did with physical activity was around, like, moving that number on the scale. And, you know, he said, well, what made you happy throughout this whole process? And I was, like, running. Like, running and, like, going through the process of meeting new people and running races. Like, that was the thing that gave me joy. And I I remember saying this promise to myself of, like, you know, if I'm able to run again, I'm just going to run for the sheer joy of it. I don't care if I'm 400 pounds or 150 pounds. 
I just want to be able to run because that's the thing that made my life fulfilled. I think you've just healed a bunch of people there by going, I lost XX amount of mm. pounds, but I wasn't XX that's amount so of pounds happier. Like, I don't know, but I, I clocked my, both in line and Laura's face when you said that. We just went, <laughs> <laughs> so what? <laughs> because it's so mm. true. Oh my God. That question of like, what did you enjoy most about it? And you were like, the actual running. Mm. And you did it for the sheer joy. That makes me so happy. Yeah. yeah, I think so often we do think of exercise, like we said right at the top of the episode, as a means to kind of like lose weight and, you know, burn calories. But for you, it made you miserable because you were hungry. And I had, you know, kind of similar experience to that. I remember being at university and my friend saying to me, would you please just eat something? Because you are horrible to be around. <laughs> um, and I think that's, you know, when we talk about weight and health, they are linked, but like they're not, weight is not the only measure of health. And we have to factor in mental health as well. And if dieting and eating nothing but celery sticks is going to make you miserable, then there's there's got to be more to life than that, surely. So I really, really love that philosophy. Thank you for sharing it with us. Thank you. So, you know, going from that and then you found the joy through running. And like you said, you've done your marathons, you've done like 100 races. That's so, so good. But we all know the world that we live in. And while, you know, our wonderful community and I know your community, we will get on to um, Slow AF Run Club in a second. We are, you know, full of kind, nice people who get it and understand. But the world is not full of those kind of people. Just the fact that your Instagram handle is, is 300 pounds and running has got to piss some people off in a way that like brings me joy because I love it when we piss the people off, right? Because I'm like, you're stupid and you're narrow minded. I love it. I fucking love it. I think we know the answer to this question, but I'd love to hear from you, like what the reaction to your journey has been and then kind of what you've sort of said to those people or your message to kind of like the the wider world about it oh well the message is fuck off um but how did i get there right like when you're a person of size you go through this journey of like once people know that you are on this weight loss journey or so on and so forth like you become a good fat you become a good fat person yeah. in their eyes because you're actually like you're doing something about your body. You're taking life by the horns and you're changing um, your body to fit norms. And that makes you a good fat person like good for you. Kudos. So then when you move from intentional weight loss to, well, I just want to run for joy and just for like movement sake is wait a minute, cannot compute, cannot compute. What do you mean you're not going <laughs> to lose weight? Like, what do you mean that you're not trying? Like, isn't you're going to lose weight anyway because you're being active and so on and so forth? They just cannot compute that when you're saying, you know what, like, I just want to be active. I'm not tracking this, the number on the scale. I'm not doing any of this stuff. It, it's almost like a robot. It's like AI, like, oh, cannot compute, cannot compute. Please help What what you're talking about. <laughs> Fat person must lose weight. Fat person must lose weight. Ah. So. <laughs> we understand. <laughs> but that's what it is, right? It's like they cannot compute when you're like, you know, I just want to be active and like whatever my body does is whatever my body does. And one of the things that I have the benefit of is that I have a degree in exercise science, right? Amazing. So. The information that people try to use against people of size of like, oh, you need to 
lose weight by diet and exercise. I say, okay, great. I train, I run for marathon. So where do you think I'm supposed to lose weight at? Then? And they don't have an answer because it go back to cannot compute. Or it's like, well, you need to lose weight because you got to be healthy. Like by losing weight, your blood pressure and heart rate and all this stuff goes down and yada, yada, yada. And then my answer is, well, you know that there's a correlation between regular physical activity and those things as well. So who's to say that it's actually the weight loss versus it's actually the physical activity part that that you're actually doing? Oh, my God. Yes. You could be skinny and not exercise and eat really like, you know, not unnutritious food and smoke and do lots of other things. But I think for some reason, people just think that you if you are in a bigger body, you are natural and healthy and that you don't move. I feel like you're proof that. Like some of us are just meant to be bigger. Like you're doing all these exercises, all this exercise and like running all these marathons and maybe your body's just natural set point is, is, is how it is. And what is, what is wrong with that? And why, what is so hard? Why is it so hard for people to just understand that and respect that and like leave you alone and not like bombard you with their fucking opinions? I'm sorry, but it just, it just pisses me <laughs> off. I'm in a really bad mood today, by the way. Just sorry. I, people are so narrow minded. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of fucking defending myself. I'm so sick of people like you having to defend yourself when you're doing amazing things. It's like, what, what will make them happy when you're a stick thin and miserable and not even able to run marathons because you're not eating properly? Let, let's talk about this, right? Diet culture is a multi-trillion dollar industry, right? And they thrive off of making people feel bad about themselves. You know, their whole message is that, oh, you feel bad about yourself in, in life? Take these powders and pills in hopes to have this body that we put on this pedestal. And then when those pills and powders don't work, you're the problem. Like, did you follow Did you follow the directions? Did you do everything you, you needed to do, so on and so forth? And that's the thing, right, is that self-love cannot be packaged in a pill, a potion, or a powder. So it makes sense why the branding is the way the branding is, because they can't sell you self-love. They can't sell you self-actualization, but they can sell you self-loathing. They can sell you self-hate, because those are the things that when you have those things, you'll be more susceptible to understand and have the lower confidence to buy into these pills, potions, diets, or whatever, and continue to feed in their their money machine. It's, I'm healing over here. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, you're just, it's just all making so much sense. And you're so right. Like, you can't mm. buy self love. And so, like, self love is really a, a really shitty, horrible journey. And it, it's one that I feel like I'm kind of there now. Like, I really do love myself, I, I, you know, go ups and down with the body as everybody does. But I'm like, no, I'm fucking awesome. But it takes a long time to get there. And getting there is not done by, like you said, is is buying these things that pretend to sell you that. It's, it's not. It's diet culture is... <sighs> I think loving yourself can feel like a rebellious act when diet culture and the beauty standards Mm. tell us, well, no, you, you, you should, you, how can you love yourself when you don't look like this? Um, and so it's a real middle finger to them and I, I am, I'm all for it. I love this. Just a collective middle finger up to everyone. Hi guys, it's me, Sam. And me, Billy, and we have a podcast called The Sam and Billy Show. Man, what would you describe it as? Mmm, good question. Would Sam ever propose? No. <laughs> N-O. 
No. Oh, and he'd come down in his pants and he was sitting there like a creature eating free bacon rolls. Can you write into us if you've had any soft play beef? Which one? Like, yeah. <laughs> Who done it? What, that one? My daughter is six going on 16. Ooh, I have one of those. Your brain is just pondering off onto other things. <laughs> it's like... I know, the, <laughs> I know the feeling. One thing comes to mind for me. Get a stripper. Yeah, there we go. Never <laughs> mind. I think it's best to just give us a listen. Listen to The Sam and Billy Show now, wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to our everyday kind of just gibberish, really, isn't it? Martinez, do you have any advice for people that kind of want to get into like running and are maybe worried about being kind of the last one at the pack or whatever? I I quite like the, the idea of we have like something called park run and I kind of really want to want to do it, but I'm so worried about being like the, the one at the back and the really unfit one. So any, any advice for, for people like me? Yes. The, the thing is that we all have a day zero. We even have multiple day zeros. Mm-hmm. And the thing about having multiple day zeros is that comparison is the thief of joy. So as you are trying to move joyfully in your body and you're at their day zero or multiple day zeros, you cannot compare your your day zero to somebody else's day 100 or day 1000. I started this journey with a 15 second run that ended up with me falling off a treadmill. That's by far like the lowest of the low when it comes to running, right? And if I can fall off the treadmill and get up, dust myself off, and the only thing that's hurt is my pride, like who are you to stop yourself to actually going out and doing it, right? I think there's three reasons why people don't do something. Pride, fear, and doubt. So it's one of those things of checking yourself. Are you prideful? Like, Are you so prideful that you're like, oh, I don't want to be last. I can't be last. Or is that fear talking to say, oh, my God, like what, what happens when I'm last? Or is this doubt, right? But when it's all said and done, be last. It's mm-hmm. okay. The world is not going to end. The world is not going to split open and say, hi, in your face, you're last. Because it's not where you started. It's all about where you're going. Sound advice. Thank you oh so much. God. I really like <laughs> so that. Good. And any advice for people just like getting started? Like, do you need anything other than a pair of trainers? Yeah, you know, for the most part, that those are the things you need, right? Um, we can go into all types of gear and things of that sort, but what you really need to start off is a pair of trainers. It's a pair, a good pair of running shoes and just go on from there. And what I usually tell people, even in the, in the book I just wrote, is that start off with something slow. Run for 15 seconds and then walk for 90 seconds. And then check in with yourself. Was that 15 seconds too much? Do, you, do it need to be 10? Were you going too fast? Is the minute of walking too much for you? Or like, does it feel like you're you about to, um, like you're just about to die of boredom? Okay, like let's shorten mm-hmm. that, 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 that walking uh, interval. Like there's nobody that I've encountered that says, no, I can't run for 15 seconds. Run for 15 seconds and walk for a minute and continue to adjust from there. I love that. We've got something um, here. I don't know whether I assume it's it's all versions of it will be worldwide, but couch to 5K. And I always joke, I, I am not a runner. I, I It's not something I personally enjoy. And what I'm loving is that this conversation I can apply to other movements, but I know how many people love running. And I always joke that with the couch 5K, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to like build up to couch. Right. But I love because <laughs> like, I'm just it's just not for me. But I love that, you know, the philosophy of just just try it a little bit and a little bit and, and see how you get on. But what I will say of, of my friends that like running, they 
love it. They get so much joy of it. And my friend um, Emma actually took kind of, she always says like she taught herself how to run during the first lockdown. And, you know, she said as well, and she's a very slim, very athletic woman. And she did the thing of like, I couldn't run for more than 15 seconds and then tried it. So that was her day zero. And if that's her day zero, then... I don't know, that kind of gives me like zhuzh that, that it's fine that, you know, I'm bigger than her and I will have a similar sort of day zero. And she now loves it. And and she always says like the mental health benefits of it are huge. And I love that, you know, the people who love running have got that. And then again, as I said, I'm taking from this conversation what, you know, I love walking. And, you know, that first walk I did on that day when I I'd sort of started doing it a bit more recently, I was like, <gasps> but now I'm less so. <laughs> And then I, I like that I can apply that. Imagine you seeing a baby trying to walk. You see the baby try to climb onto something, stand up, and the baby falls, right? What would you do? Would you be like, in your face, baby, I told you you can't walk. Maybe. Stay down. Stay down, baby. That's what you get for trying. You're going to be like, you're going to know, you're going to know, you're going to encourage that baby to try yeah. again, right? Okay. But I think we once we become adults, like we lose that that compassion towards each other to say, okay, like you tried it. It was okay. You failed, but guess what? You can get back up. They say a baby falls like what? A hundred thousand times. Like in the process of like trying to walk, some of these people, hell, won't even try one time to even get off, to get out and be active. And my thing is that like, let's just try it and understand that it won't be the end of the world. Like we really need to go back to the basics of, like, what would you tell a baby? Like, that's what that's how we really need to start talking to ourselves when it comes to physical activity. Keep trying. Keep trying. Yeah, it's so true. And I think, you know, even if running's not your thing, walking or dancing or just, you know, anything else, just 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 try it. And uh, I totally agree with Lauren. I actually did catch the 5K and it does it in literally baby steps with you. And it's 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 so, so good. But you don't have to, to run, do you? You can, you can do all sorts of things. Lauren, you've been walking yeah. loads and your fitness has, has improved and your mental health mm. has improved. And that that's what it's all about, I think. That's what we should be kind of encouraging and if you if you can build up and do the running and and then be like you and do marathons then great but maybe not all of us are going to be marathon runners and that's okay we should not be afraid to fail I feel like that's your message and I I really really love that I love as well that you 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 know off the back of all of that you've created the the slow af run club and just like you know the mission for it is just you know to encourage people to run you know if they want to in the body that they're in now and the fact that it's called Slow AF, I just think it's so encouraging and it's so, it takes the pressure off and this whole like, you haven't got to be this incredibly, what, you know, what we all imagine when we see as, you know, a marathon runner, you could just run for the joy of it. And I just, I just love your whole philosophy behind your community. Thank you. So I want to know, on a, on a slightly lighter note, we've heard um, rumours about some of the extreme things that can happen in, in marathons. And we want to know, is it true that people actually shit themselves? <laughs> Do they? I'm not well. That's not all right. I'm not well. <laughs> I'm not well. Yeah, tell us, tell us everything. <laughs> There's two types of people in this world. Those who shit themselves. And those who don't, I will say this because I personally, it has not happened to me, <laughs> but I have heard of people that that have, have happens because here's the thing, like you're running and like your stomach is jostling, you got nerves and then like you're trying to eat on the run and sometimes that food don't necessarily digest in a way 
or like you might just have GI issues and like the porta potty may not be uh, close or nearby. So like sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Fair enough. And as you said, the world is split into these two clubs. <laughs> and so you just <laughs> decide which one you are part of, everyone. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Um, tell us a little bit about your book and who it's for. Absolutely. Slow AF Run Club, the ultimate guide for anybody who wants to run. This book is the book that I wish I would have had when I started running 10 years ago. So this book is part memoir, part how-to manual for anybody who feels like they are too fill-in-the-blank to become a runner. So this book has uh, tons of stories that I've actually experienced as a a plus-size runner, and then all of the ways that I would have fixed it if I knew how to fix it. And it covers everything from form to nutrition to mindset to finding a crew and any and everything in between. Honestly, this has just been such a fabulous chat. And I wanted to, we want to end with this question. Um, And like, you've done some insanely incredible things. And I just wondered, you know, obviously we've talked about like the, the, you know, how your journey and how you started and things like that. But, you know, if you could speak to your younger self or if you could talk to your younger self, like what, what would you tell yourself then? Like what's to come and how, you know, perhaps to like inspire your younger self? Uh, What I would tell myself, my younger self, is that, you know, you're going to go on a journey. There's this path, and you're going to have to blaze this trail. And there's going to be a lot of self-doubt. There's going to be a lot of naysayers. There's going to be a lot of questions that you don't have the answer to or nobody has the answer to. And in spite of all that, this journey is is going to be so rewarding. So continue to follow that path continue to follow your heart because what's on the other side is things that you would never thought that would happen. And you're, and you're inspiring so many other people with it as well. It's not just, you know, something that you've taken for yourself. It's, you know, and we see that with your community and, you know, the people that you follow you on Instagram, it's as Laura said, right at the top of the episode, it is incredibly inspiring and it can be very difficult to be in, in the space of being in a bigger body and in the fitness space a movement space but you do it really mm. incredibly well and i'm not just saying that because you're here and you are very inspiring and we i have just honestly i think this episode has healed things <laughs> i didn't know i need healing and i've <laughs> and i've just really enjoyed it thank you <laughs> thank you one last thing before we go is that running has changed my life right physical activity has put me in places that i never would have thought i i, I would have been um for example Trickle pudding. I went to London for the first time because of running and was at this conference and somebody was like, hey, you in London, like go get trickle pudding. I don't know what trickle pudding is. I still haven't had it. Um, But me and my friend ran ran around all of the pubs in London, London around our hotel, like asking the pub owners, hey, this is a random question, but do you have trickle pudding? And they laughed at us. They looked at us weird, and we laughed, and we joked, and we had an amazing time. We did not get trickle pudding. We ended up getting, like, sticky toffee pudding, (laughs) which is, like, somewhat similar to it, I guess. But, like, it was, like, that's what running and joy looks like for me is that being in a place that I've never been in, laughing with my friends, running around, like, looking for this stupid pudding that I never got, but it just sounded funny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and being a part of it. So 
that's something I want everybody to feel when it comes to physical activity versus like the, the whole notion of like feeling bad for yourself or understanding or like feeling bad for yourself or punishing yourself because like physical activity is a mechanism for like weight loss or like trying to earn calories. Absolutely. I, I so, so um, appreciate and, and agree with that message. Thank you so, so much. And I, I think one day we'll have to ship you. I don't know if it was treacle pudding or treacle tart that you were trying to get hold of. Oh, I yeah, will you need um, that. maybe ship mm. you some. <laughs> when Or when you're next in London, hit me up, come run over and I'll... Um... <gasps> Wait, can I have some too? <laughs> if I'm sorry, if you're shipping over, I want some. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much, Martinez. You've been an amazing guest. I so, so appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. so much for listening guys it is so weird doing the intro and outro on my own can i just tell you hurry back lauren smith uh, remember to check out martinez on instagram his handle is at 300 pounds and running and as always give us a follow our handle is at go love yourself pod see you next week bye crowd network a place where you belong.